TalkZone.com. Now, TalkZone presents Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joel Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys and a Mic on TalkZone.com. And we're going to do an hour number two here on Two Guys and a Mic. Normally, it's just the one hour, but luckily... The people here at Two Guys and I'm like, or TalkZone.com are giving us this extra hour so we can take advantage of it. And typically we don't have this particular opportunity. And I'm in studio. This doesn't happen very often. And this is going to be the last two-hour show that we ever do here at TalkZone.com. And, Coach, now get off of the get off of the phone, get off of the, the PDA or whatever the heck you had, and get back to your job, your responsibility. And that is driving the show here at Two I Guys in the Mic. Before the break, I told we, uh, you know, our listeners we were going to contact one of your personal demons. I was trying to dial up one of your personal demons. Apparently, they're busy right now. That is that is a 1-900 number, Coach. I got lots of numbers. Yes. You got more than one personal demon. Don't kid yourself. All right, real quick, let's go out to the phone lines. Again, our phone number here, 888-463-6748. We got to get in some more football talk, NBA, and we got to find out what the hell is going on with our Blackhawks, too. But uh, check it in on line number nine right now from beautiful Elk Grove, Illinois. It's Caller Reds. Check it in, Reds. What's up, Reds? Coach, how you doing, Joe? Average. Very well. Oh, great. Hey, I think uh, you guys are kind of... Uh, Missing the ball a little bit on the entire Bears philosophy this year. Because okay. what they've done is that they've kind of lulled the other team going into the second half into yeah. a false sense of security after they get off the floor watching the game films from the Bears. <laughs> and and the, the, the Bears defense is the only team in the NFL, I think, that has to design at least three or four takeaways per mm-hmm. game planned in order to be able to win the game. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, typically, typically, you know, you want to have takeaways because it helps your team win. With the Bears, if they don't have takeaways, they have no chance of winning whatsoever. Well, if you listen to one of our compatriots, uh, Tom Waddle, back in the day, he would say that, uh, you know, when the years he played with the Bears, the offense was so bad, some of the defensive players would come off the field and just said, hey, don't give it away. We'll take care of scoring points. Make sure you get to the punt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Exactly. Yeah, really, it's okay to punt. It all, but but I would argue with you, Elk Grove Reg. I think that our Chicago Bear defense, we've had so many struggles on offense. I think we're getting a false sense of security with our defense. If you've watched uh, Matt Hasselbeck and who was the quarterback last week, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yes, they've done a pretty good job of picking apart our secondary no, in but, particular. But, 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 I don't know if our defense is quite as strong as our. I'm going to disagree with you. Would think. I'm going to disagree with you. I have no problem if teams pass on us. None, none. You, you do it all day long. Do it all day long because that's what. When teams are passing, you're eventually going to get sacks, which puts you in long yardage situation. Yeah, yeah, you can't pass that. the ball into the end zone. It's it's not it's not that easy, coach. If you're running on somebody that bothers me, I have no problem with the Bears giving up 300 yards passing. They typically win those games because if a team's passing on you, they're going to throw interceptions. They're going to get sacks. They're all in a punting. Yeah, you punting. say that I, now. I, I have no problem when it's third down and eleven and they complete. A way too easy 14-yard pass. Oh, that drives me crazy. Well, that's that's been happening too much. But, Reg, you, you feel uh, pretty confident in the Chicago Bears defense. Well, I tell you one thing, and it's not just the Bears defense, it's all defenses. With these heavy, heavy fines that are getting levied against defenses mm-hmm. now, don't you think that they're a little bit gun-shy now? 
doing the same thing and they're kind of making them more tentative. Yeah, you know, it's funny that you said that. There is a noted difference the last two weeks watching NFL games about people pulling up and not hitting people when they when they used to. And especially compared to like 10 years ago when it was just a free for all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you're exactly right. Maybe it's going to take a while for defenses to adjust and still be as aggressive as you need to be to stop people mm-hmm. without headhunting and doing stuff that you don't really need to play football. Well, yeah, it's we, a fine line, Reg, and it's going to take more than this season in order to, 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 to we actually see teams that can still play just as good a defense without headhunting. There's a uh, picture in the paper, Big Dog, and it's cartoon-wise, but we had an argument about this. You were saying the NFL rules have gone way too far, and I was saying no. I no, think no, that's no, exactly... no, 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 no. Don't don't put words in my mouth. Right. But go ahead, go ahead. All right, but but the picture, the description. This is what I was talking about: uh, unnecessary roughness against a player in a defenseless position. Elk Grove Reds, when a receiver goes up for a pass over the middle. That receiver is in a defenseless position. The defensive back should not be allowed to plow into the guy forearm style. Or, yeah, or help yeah, four, yes, no, yes, if yes. he's in a defenseless position, forearm, you simply wrap what's, him what's up, wrong with a tackle him, and bring him to the ground. You're a wuss. Yeah, if you want to give him a Seriously. forearm, big dog, if yes, you want to hit him hard like that, do it while the guy's looking. When he's not in a defenseless position, I got no I, I, problem no, I with I totally that. agree. You should not lead with your helmet into his helmet. If you want to stop injuries, you have a guy throw a forearm into some no, dude's chest. No, the You're guy's not going to hurt the guy. You what throw a, a forearm into a chest, nobody gets hurt when you lead with your head. Oh, no, that's easy for you to say sitting here, Mr. Sports I've actually talk, played Scott. football unlike you, okay? Joe Radwanski played football at the highest level except junior high, high school, college. Well, I, I was also a Chicago area, uh, Chicago all area. I was you, also in a, a division three all Midwest. And I was also the MVP of my football team. Line. Every were, single team I was on. You were an underachiever. But the point <laughs> of the matter is this. There's a big, if you want to take, it's so difficult to say that's a clean hit, that is not a clean hit. Yeah. A forearm to a chest of somebody is about as clean and is less likely as somebody it, getting hurt. That sounds okay? very sterile when you're saying it now. For receivers coming across the middle, catching a ball and he's not looking. I, I would and love, the love. defensive player is going full speed and you forearm shiver him in the chest when he's got no chance to recuperate or look, that's a cheap shot. No, it's you, not. The, the bottom line is, Joel, here's the bottom line. You, you don't. Need to forearm shiver him and break his sternum bone. You can take break a sternum bone. When has that ever happened? Why can't you just wrap him up and bring him down without uh, possibly fracturing? You try to do that when somebody's running at 20 miles an hour. How okay? hard is wrapping the guy up? He's in a defenseless position. He's coming at me. I've got two choices. I can, I can forearm shiver him right in the sternum, yeah. or I can slide my head to the side, take my two hands, wrap him up, and bring him to the ground. Oh, and do it gently too, while he's running at you as fast as he possibly can. Oh, by the way, that guy's six foot five, two hundred and fifty pounds, and his name is Antonio Gates, and he runs a four five. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap you up and do it gently. No, coach, you got to bring people down I, with physicality. Gently. I didn't say okay. Elk you're you're a serious you? wuss. All right, yeah, t- no, I, I I'm with you. You don't have to helmet to helmet contact people. Okay, I, yes. I I'm totally with you on that. No, but you're not going far enough. You're oh, still. I, you're, I'm not going far no, enough. No, you are going too far. I don't think so. You Again, have, okay. By the way, the you made fun of me term. because okay, you made fun of me because I, I I only played high school and college football. Okay, <laughs> you've never even played football, so if you're going to start hey, out there throwing hey. stuff, acting like starting oh, I didn't play at a high enough level, okay? eighth grade football starting linebacker in the four games that we played before our team was disbanded. Yeah, yeah you know they were yourself. disbanded because you were afraid to wrap anybody <laughs> up and tackle them. Uh, Elk Grove Ridge, where do you fall in this particular argument? Well, I'm I'm just saying you're you're kind of <laughs> arguing uh, technique. <laughs> which I agree with as far as you need to stop the helmet to helmet. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying, though, is that based on those fights, 
not only going to have to alter the technique, but also come up with another type of defensive scheme like the Bears did with the cover two Mm -hmm. that revolutionized it and got them to the Super Bowl. Somewhere out there, there's another defense like the cover two or something that someone's going to have to come up with to address it because in taking a look at all these defenses, they've just become too tentative. They've got to have some type of scheme planned that's going to be able to, if not take advantage of it, that at least mitigate you know some of these head-to-head hits. Yeah, yeah, that's an excellent point, Reg. And if if you think about it, you know everyone's oh you play zone defense, you know that's that's playing soft. Ninety-nine percent of all great hits are out of zone defense because you have a defense pedaling back, you keep the guy in front of you, the ball is thrown, and then you got guys that are you know two hundred twenty pounds running mm-hmm. a four-four running at full speed into somebody as they react to the football. And when you're in man-to-man, you're chasing somebody. And then, you know, they break on the ball, then you go make a play on it, and you're right next to the guy. You don't get that helmet-to-helmet hit. So it's kind of funny, like, oh, you play zone defense, you're soft. Those were all the big hits happen are are out of zone. You use the term great hits. I would argue a lot of those hits aren't great hits. They're somewhat cheap shots. A great hit. A great hit is when the running back is sweeping around the right end, the linebacker squares him up and centers him and stays with the guy's move and then hits him and drives him back and puts him on the ground. That's a great hit. When a receiver comes over the middle and the defensive back of the free safety in that zone you're talking about Mm -hmm. comes from behind and forearm shivers him and you see the big highlight. Nobody gets hurt that way. That's not, in my opinion, a great hit. Nobody gets hurt that way, Coach. What do you what do you mean nobody gets hurt no, that no, way? No, 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 they don't. Those are, those are clean hits. When you talk about when a guy, first of, first of all, first of all, first of all, you can, you can rip me forever I want because I didn't play NFL football. But the, the truth of the matter is I was always an all-conference player and I was learned to tackle this way. I learned to tell you can blow, blow me off, but this is the truth. You tackle with your chest. You hit somebody with the, the, the square that where your collarbone meets. Yeah. That's where you, that's where your impact should but be when lot, you're attacking. A lot of the cheap okay. shots are not being done with the chest. Okay, but if I, if I did it at full well, speed, if I did it, you'd be like, oh, that's cheap because you know why? Because I used to hit like a Mack truck. So you would say, oh, he's vicious. Look at him. He can actually hit. You are just, you, first of all, you, when you played baseball, you used to bat in the on deck circle because you're getting afraid to hit with the ball. <laughs> if you played football against me, I would play legal, uh-huh. and I would crush you, and you'd be like, oh, he's a cheap player because I actually can bring ass when I hit people. <laughs> so the point is you shouldn't be talking about this because you're afraid. You're like legitimately, you you need to walk around with the dog I, constantly. I, take it easy, take it easy. on the basketball court. I'd run you. Well, if you, you can sit here and you can sit here and rip oh, me because I didn't play football at high enough level. You was. I stopped getting. Don't worry about the personal. That was that was. I was upset. You upset yeah, me. Yeah, but okay. now but now it's affecting your your legitimacy of the argument. I'm just saying when a receiver goes up for the ball, and it, 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 the the term here says it all. When they're in a defenseless position, you don't you just tackle the guy. You don't need to crush him, and don't tell me in the highlight, that's the big hit. Look at that defensive back. What a great hit that was. No, no, well, you no, run right through. Those uh, are not the great hits. Yeah. The great hits are done when the guy is looking, the guy's avoiding you, and you still square up, and you pop you, him straight on. You've never that's watched a, a You hit. never watched a football game with me. And I don't yell. We've, we've never watched a football game together. And when I watch a game, I don't yell, oh, that's a great hit. You know what I yell? That's a great tackle. Tackle. Yes. There's okay. a big difference. Yes, I know sir. the All difference, right. Coach. Okay. And you know, we're, we're sitting here talking semantics. There's a big difference what Brandon Merriweather did to Todd Heap as opposed to what Jerome Harrison did to to Joshua Cripps. Both were considered illegal. Yet mm-hmm. one guy is tackling a guy running with the football, and he got fined for it, which was ridiculous. And the other guy squares up a guy who is defenseless, jumping in the air, and he, he has a 20 yard run at him, and then launches himself helmet to helmet. 
I understand the difference, Coach. My point is, I think you're going too far. Okay. The game is the name of the game is football, and if you All don't right. like it, don't play it. Elk Grove, Reg, who wins the game uh, Sunday, Viking or Bear? Uh, it it depends. Uh, you know, if the the Vikings, you know, have stopped laughing, they're going to be coming in and they're going to be able to handle the Bears. But you know, if if they they, they can't concentrate because of the game film presents so many opportunities for their team, then, you know, the Bears might be able to get, like I say, uh, you know, their four turnovers and then beat the Vikings. Yeah, you you know what? You might have a point here. Do you know who leads the NFL in in sacks right now, Coach? It's it's, uh, for for a player. It's it's, uh, Clay Matthews, okay? And And he's been injured. He's he's missed two games. And Dominic and Sue leads all rookies in sacks. Mm -hmm. When they played the Bears, neither one got a sack. It just doesn't, the Bears don't make sense. You would have figured Clay Matthews has ten and a half sacks. He's dominating everybody. The Bears can't block anybody. So how many did he get against the Bears? He didn't get any. And Dominick Sue didn't get any. Reggie, that, that's the, the truth about this particular Bears team is you just scratch your head. They don't make any sense. So I'm going to continue to tell everybody they're going to get pounded. And hopefully at 3.30 on Sunday, I'm basking, all of us are basking in a Chicago Bears victory. Let I us. want to be wrong. I want to remind everybody of that again. Let us hope so. But believe me, I'll be the first to remind you if you are wrong. Yeah, please. Elk Grove, Reg, we appreciate the call and uh, your deep, deep sarcasm is fully appreciated on this show. Okay, and I, I appreciate your continuing to send me those emails, giving me those updates. Thank you. Thank you very much, Reg. Bye. Not sure what emails he's talking about. i got to work the phones here. I, uh, I think it, it was, those it was are the ones from the Kenyan diplomat saying you've won a million dollars. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. Well, Kenyan. Oh, that must be. I know that must be true then because I get the, the uh, ones from what? Nigeria are definitely alive. Would, the Kenyan ones are okay. Though. Who would you rather hear from, a Kenyan diplomat, Indian Asian, witchcraft doctor, or your personal demons? It's a tough choice. I got. I, I've already been with the Indonesian witchcraft doctor. Okay, so that she, that was good. But trust, me, I didn't walk yeah. straight for about six months. <laughs> My personal demons are always with me, uh, so I'm going to have to go with what was the the latter? What was the first I one? I have no idea. I don't even know what I asked. Eight 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 four six three six seven four eight. That is the phone number. Two guys and a mic. Talkzone dot com. Are, are you mad because I got personal coach? Elk Grove Reds. You turn it that I'm way. Not. Elk Grove Reds drops off the line. Uh, leaves nine other lines open. If you want to try to squeeze in with a phone call, we'll get you out. Producer extraordinaire David Olson giving me the sign. Either that's the uh, choke sign or the sign that we need to take a break. I'm I hoping, think he wants to choke me. I'm hoping that it means just take a break. <laughs> Otherwise, one of us may be broken. And again, uh, today's show can be seen. At another website uh, coming up this weekend. Uh, ShyTownMix.com. Go there. We have all types of good stuff. And it's basically uh, an, an information portal on how to like go to the best restaurants, wherever you want to go in the city of Chicago. And by the way, we, we do videos and, and updates and stuff that try to entertain. Oh, we do entertain. We don't just try. We actually do it. So you, I say Chai. You say Shy. Yeah, because it's ShyTown. ShyTown. Like Chicago, so I've, I've been mix. correct with the hard ch. Well, well but but if, if people can spell it easier Chi-town. by you saying Chi Town Mix, that's fine. Chi-town-mix.com. Back in a minute. Two guys in a mic. Talkzone.com. Stick around.
lines are open for your calls on Two Guys and a Mic. Call 888-GO-FOR-IT. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joel Radwanski, on TalkZone.com. And we do welcome you back to our special today, our final two-hour show uh, from here on in. It's Monday through Fridays, uh, 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock, one hour per day, five days a week, five in total. It'll be six in total. Yeah, five one-hour shows, and then there's one that has an extra hour. Yeah, but this is the final week, so normally it's going to be a one-hour show. We used to put 10 in total. Toto's probably much happier now. Back then it was five days a week, two hours a day, 10 in total, aren't we? A couple of math... uh, Brilliance is here. By the way, we had go to school night last night. I got to meet with all the uh, teachers at the local high school. It's always and an any teachers experience. that that your your kids have piqued interest of because I, I had Miss Tigerson. Oh my goodness! You had what? Miss Tigerson. Oh, if you're out there, Carol Tigerson, I still have a, a hankering for you. Just throwing it out there. Okay. I don't know. We we only got five minutes with each teacher, so it was it was hard to get a hanker for anybody. Yes, and yes. Most of them were male teachers, but all quality teachers. But it was you know you get five really? minutes. Really, a lot of male teachers, huh? huh? That, that, yeah. That's rare. Like two, two at the high two, school. At the high school. Well, two thirds all teachers nowadays are female. Even in high schools. Uh, yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh, just the only ones I remember are female. He has a social studies teacher. You're a longtime history guy. Anybody yes, that's uh, yeah, heard time. our show here, one of the unique, unique things, one of the things I love about the big dog is you come across as the football jock with the passion for football or sports jock mm-hmm. with the passion for sports, but you have tremendous. Uh, what I would call worldly knowledge, geography and world history. Uh, you're very, very, uh, people would not necessarily expect that. But uh, his social studies teacher, young guy, uh-huh. and he said it best. He said he's teaching 15-year-old kids history. He said they're not interested. You know. Right? It's true. It's well, true. Yeah, you're, 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 you might as well come back when you're 25 or 30. Yeah, and you'll really appreciate yeah. all this stuff I'm yeah. telling you right he, now. He yeah. said it kind of humorously, but it's so true. We even talked about this on yesterday's show, 15, 16-year-old kids, you know, kind of a way Yeah, education what. is wasted on the youth. That's true. Uh-huh. It's true. We should all go back to school. But anyhow, I... Yeah, you should make a kid work from 10 to 12 and then make him go back to school. Yeah. That, uh, legitimately, wait, uh, like, yeah. 10 to 12 during the day or ages no, no, 10 to 12? No, age 10 to 12. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, okay, How 12 about... to 14. Yeah. Okay, you have them work for two years. Yeah. And then and you, then you, you go, can to go to school and appreciate it and get something out of it, or you just go right into the workforce. And at okay. that point, you would know yeah. how to work the frying machine. Yeah. <laughs> You'd joke about that. Hopefully, it wouldn't be just the frying machine, but there could be worse things. Work, study, you know one of my philosophies, uh, never let school get in the way of your education. This is absolutely true. Absolutely yeah. true. Yeah. I, 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 I totally agree with that. Thank you very much. 888-463-6748. Two guys at a mic. TalkZone.com. Show is being filmed today. It's going to be on the ChiTownMix.com website. We have Robert the Rainman McEwen. Now, people can't see him because... He can't film himself. And he's hiding in the invisible spot yeah. in the in the studio, yeah. which is, which is got, difficult. No, we got the corner cam going, okay, so, so he's getting okay. his moment in the sun. Right. Oh, very good. And very I good. call him the Rain Man because uh, he's just uh, he's got a little bit of the Dustin Hoffman Rain Man thing going. Kind of a mysterious figure. I did Google him during the show, by the way. Yes. There's a few things we need to talk about after this. Oh, show. no, no, no. You, you need to. Yeah. Uh, Google there's, Roberto McEwen. There's, there's a few issues in what, the background we what, may need to. What, what's the name? Roberto. Oh, I might Roberto even get more Romero. information. Why don't, why don't I finish the show first? I got a feeling if I Google that now, my hand would be shaking the rest yeah, of see, the show. What I don't get about what, about Robert is people are like offering him like thirty thousand dollars for a painting. We can't even afford to take a cab. We have to walk places. <laughs> I might sell the freaking thing. Unbelievable. I, I, I don't. I don't get this. Thirty thousand. Oh, it's unbelievable. See, guys. I got issues with painters. No, no. This is no. This is no. Trust me. He didn't paint a dot. 
and they it got up at the it, okay. It's legitimate art. It's like stuff yeah. that I'm like, how the heck did you do that? Yeah. I went to the art institute with some some Thai chick with hairy legs, okay, uh-huh. and. And she's in there. Oh, this is wonderful. I'm like, it's a dot. And I'm not kidding you. It's a picture of a dot. Take a white piece of paper, curl her in a dot, and then that's the picture. And it gets up at the Chicago Art Institute. Okay. Yeah. And the, the, it sold for like a million bucks. And, yeah. and, and I'm like, I don't get She's like, well, you know, oh, you don't understand. I'm like, well, explain it to me. It's brilliant. Yeah. The light background yes. with the dark yes. dot. It's man's inhumanity to man and how it creates on the earth and... Oh, it's, no, it's, it's, it's a, a void. dot on a light background. It's one person alone in the yeah, world. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> what does it mean? Uh, yeah. uh, that's, if I can do it, it's not yeah. art. I've, I've, I appreciate paintings, but I've never seen a painting. And I don't mean to uh, uh, insult the Rain Man here, who I just met a couple hours ago, but I've never seen a painting that's worth not only 30000 I would say 10000 5000 What about these, what about these paintings, but... These Monets go for a hundred million dollars. Yeah, Monet's overrated. No, overrated. I, no I'm gonna. I will disagree Rembrandt. with you that. Rembrandt, overrated. But what about a Van Gogh? I like Van Gogh. You, but you drive you know a cheap Cherokee, favorite? huh? You drive a cheap car- Cherokee. What does that have though? to do with Van Gogh? Because your van, never mind. Oh, okay, whatever. Stop. Okay. About the, the Van now, Gogh the one story, guy did very like, good. I was a big still life guy. Paul's is it Cezanne? Yeah, I was a big Paul Oh, Cezanne. so Paul Cezanne is good, but the rest yeah. of that stuff is garbage, huh? In, in my high school years, uh, maybe it's because my social life, I could relate it to his paintings, but he specialized in still life. Well, well what girl made you get interested in Cezanne? Because only a woman, it, it, it will pique your art interest. No, I just told you, the reason I got interested in still life is because it so likened my social life back in high school. Yeah, speaking of that, talk about still lives and all the number of <laughs> odd jobs. I've done nudes with, for art classes. News? Nudes? Nudes. Yeah, yeah, like, so seriously, you know, like, legitimately, it's like $50 wow. to do, like, a you know, like a nude, you know, like, posing. So yeah. I went there, I handed the, the chick $50. She's like, no, we pay you. Talk about how happy I was. <laughs> seriously, I didn't know. <laughs> you answer that help point and add pretty quick. Yeah, you? no doubt. They were... Wow. She didn't understand why I was yeah. handed her a fitty. How'd that work out for you? Well, they didn't ask me to come back. Coach. Was that before or after the Nordstrom shoe job? I had to explain to him it was really cold in that room. 888-463-6748. Phone lines are open. Big Dog, if we could somehow work our way back to the sports show. We are the sports show that the non-sports fan can enjoy. That's yes. one of our mottos. Here. Yes. Guess the problem. The is sports the show for the non-sports fan. By the yeah. way, Robert wanted to know if we can steal that for Chi-Town Mix. Absolutely. And I said yes because yeah. you don't have a trademark yeah. on anything. But the, the problem with that, according to our ratings, is apparently if you're an actual sports fan, I'm not sure how much you enjoy the show. That's so. It sounds the first part sounds good. The problem is we have trouble drawing the actual sports fan. It's a problem. We're working on that, Coach. We are. We're, we're on efforting. That. Yes. <laughs> Easy, Dan Patrick. But uh, real quick, I wanted to bring up NBA basketball. Chicago Bulls yes. have a game uh, at home tonight. The dreaded circus trip is coming up. Uh-oh. We all know about Uh-oh. that. They're yes. taking on Golden State Warriors, one of the best young teams in basketball. They're 6-2. They are. They are. They really are. I want By you the to- way, the Golden State Warriors were sold and they're the most expensive NBA team. Did you realize that? Who bought them? I forget who bought them, but they were sold for they're, – they're, the, they're the most expensive team, and the reason why is they have the lowest payroll. That's all that matters because NBA profit shares, it's a, it's a socialist league. But they're both run by a bunch of billionaires. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. But, but they're a heck of a team. Mm-hmm. Monta Ellis might be one of the best uh, players, players. Yep. that people aren't aware of. A and great then, off guard. And then Stephon Curry, who's uh, just a delight to watch. He could light it up and, and good I, ball handling. I would have to say he might be the most skilled young player in the game. Him, Darren Williams, just mm-hmm. guys that can dribble, pass, and shoot, and execute an offense. Yep. 
Those had, guys are way, they're at the top of the list, Coach. Had a reputation, of course, his dad, Del Curry, was one of the great shooters in NBA yeah, But history. all he could do was shoot. That's all yes. Del Curry could do. And Stefan, his first couple years in college, a lot of people thought that's all he could do, but he developed his game. Guy looks like he's, what, 16 years old? Oh, yeah, he's He's, he's got that baby slight. face, but boy, sweet. Just a sweet, mm-hmm. sweet player to watch. You know, and he's hidden in Golden State. A lot of fans don't get to see him enough. And they also picked up David Lee, who scored 28 points last night. He plays for the New York Knicks. Uh, so it's a good test for the Bulls. Golden State, one of the more fun young teams to watch uh, in this year's NBA. I, I, I totally agree with you there, Coach. It's, uh, Golden State has an excellent, excellent ball club. Uh, is uh, Okay, this is a really, really dumb question for me to ask, ask but uh, is Don Nelson coaching them? Don Nelson is not who hit the big shot for Indiana to win the national championship. Keith Smart. That's your new head coach. Okay, that's right, that's right. Don Nelson okay. retired from his eighth job. I think Don Nelson's jowls are still on the bench. Really? Yeah, but he retired. Does he still get credit for victories? Uh, no. Okay. All-time NBA winning as coach, and did he, and he only appeared in the finals one he's time all, as a coach. Yeah, he's also the all-time NBA is losing as coach. Uh, so he's like Connie Mack <laughs> of baseball. I think that's true, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Winning us and losing us. But uh, now here's an interesting one, too. Caught up on I me. Mean, I haven't watched uh, some of the ESPN shows. Maybe I'm not up on it as we should be, but very, very quietly. Best record in the NBA, 7-0, and oh, the New Orleans Hornets. Wow, yeah. Chris well, Paul. Chris Paul. Omaka, Emika Okafor. Oh, he's on the Hornets this year? Yeah, I think so. But not, not a particular. He was on the Bobcats the, last year. I want to say Tyson Chandler? Huh? Tyson Chandler? Uh, he's Tyson Chandler might have been traded. But, I mean, I went down the roster. It's a very unimpressive team, but they're seven. In O in the season, the New Orleans Hornets, go figure. Uh, the last thing you want to be is, is in, in the NBA is good in October. I mean, like legitimately. It's like in mm-hmm. hockey, like if we, if we end up turning this into, into hockey talk, I'm not going to get alarmed about the Blackhawks right now playing 500 hockey. This is a team that is, needs to get adjusted and all that. So I'm, I, it's cool that New Orleans is 7-0. and and But, you know, then again, how many people are actually watching? Now, how many people actually go to New Orleans mm-hmm. Hornets games? Okay. By the way, when we go to Hawk Talk, I'll be the one getting alarmed. Okay. I've, I've officially hit the alarm stage. David Olson, you got the uh, roster of the undefeated New Orleans Hornets on there. Throw a couple names at us. Cause... Uh, okay, Joe Alexander. Out of uh, West Virginia, white yeah. man. Uh, Marco um... <laughs> Jerzyk. Berlenny. Okay. Aaron Gray. Aaron. Willie Green. Willie Green scoring some points. Yeah, Willie Green's good, yeah. Uh, Trevor Ariza. Trevor Ariza. Ariza. Yep. Uh, Didier Ugunga Mabenga. I had that once. Yeah. Yeah, He's from Kenilworth, right? I put put some Vaseline on it. The hot weather came and it went away. The previously mentioned Mecca Okafor and Chris Paul. Okay. Uh, Pops Menza Bansu. Oh, yeah. Wow, wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're an eclectic bunch so far. Uh, Quincy Poindexter. Heck yeah. Dexter. If I'm a PA announcer, that's the team yeah, I want yeah. to announce for. Oh, well, yeah, Jason Smith, David West. Ah, boy. Oh, David West boy. is a stud. David West, an all-star. Yeah, uh, I, I should have remembered him. Peja are... Stojakovic. All right, that's oh, enough. Oh, Peja. That's Peja. enough. That's that's enough, enough New Orleans and Marcus Thornton. Never heard okay, of him. Okay, that's a, that's a, it's a decent roster. You know what they got uh, uh, for the guys that I knew that were on that roster? 
you know, they got a shooter in uh, Stojakovic. They got a David West, who's like an all-around rebounder, scorer, low post guy. You got long Chris time, Paul, who's, who's the the quintessential point guard. Yep. And then you got like guys like Trevor Ariza, who legitimately right now Trevor Ariza is diving for a loose ball and he's hanging out with his with his family. You know, what I mean, he's just one of those guys. So they got a bunch of carpet burn guys. Mm-hmm. It's a nice roster. I, I can see why they're seven and zero. Because right, like, like like we we, we like I I made the thing like uh, Miami he have all the glitter, but they don't have any glue. That mm-hmm. team's got a lot of glue. They got a bunch of guys that'll rebound and do the little things right yeah we talked about it yesterday it's interesting and again could be completely proven wrong but the miami heat with the three superstars struggling right now and i brought up the fact the cleveland cavaliers who everybody said you take lebron away they're going to finish the 93 94 bulls coach i'm going to keep on saying it yeah Yeah. but a lot of people didn't think there's who's scotty pippen on that team Okay, you know, yeah, 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 that's a good J- point. J.J. Hickson is turning out to be that player, but the bottom line is everybody thought, you know, last year, when it, when he still had not decided, they were saying that LeBron leaves Cleveland, that Cleveland will be the worst team in the yeah. NBA. Mm-hmm. They got nothing. Well, and again, it's early, it could change, but they're four and three without LeBron playing pretty good basketball, so... um I'm rooting for him. This is the first time in my entire life that I've ever wanted the Cleveland Cavaliers to to win, and I, I definitely want them to have a, a successful season, except for the five times they play uh, the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. All right, NBA basketball. You want to uh, talk some hoops, and of course, college basketball has started. Big dog. Get to that in a second. Eight 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 four six three sixty seven forty eight. Our phone number. Always love talking basketball here in the city of Chicago. We're about to hit the long, cold winter, and Big Dog. It's one of the things that. Keeps us going, quite frankly, in the long, cold winter. Thank goodness for the sport of basketball. But college basketball, one of your favorite sports, opened up uh, Monday mm-hmm. of this week. You're fighting Illini already. Already 2-0. and Is it too early to celebrate? Uh, definitely way, way, <laughs> way too early to celebrate. But, you know, this is, this is a team that I'm extremely excited about and pretty confident that they're going to have an, an excellent season and, and battle for a Big Ten championship. And, and by the way, I'm going to repeat this over and over again, that David Olson is going to get sick of hearing this, but... The, the Big Ten basketball conference is the best in America this year. It is it is the best, and uh, the, the Illinois has a big chance to win it. And and I, I know you agree with this, Coach. I, I think conference championships are not appreciated enough in, in sports, like yeah. a lot because there's so much uh, emphasis on on playoffs and what you do in the postseason, mm-hmm. and especially the NCAA March Madness grid. But you know what? If you end up winning a regular season Big Ten championship, yep. uh, you, I, I that's a badge of honor that you should be able to wear. And yep. and as an Illinois fan, I really do believe that they can win that particular conference this year. And they have four teams rated above them in the rankings. You know, they got a Purdue, a Michigan State, um, Ohio State. Ohio State. Oh, and Illinois is the fourth out yeah. of that, out of that. But still, mm-hmm. they, you know, there's three teams rated above them. But they, you know, like right on their, on, on their, on their tails is, you know, Wisconsin, uh, uh, Iowa, Northwestern, Indiana, Minnesota. This is a, a great, great conference this year. We got to figure out what Thad Mata does at Ohio State because before he got there, they had some success in basketball. But, you know, Ohio State's football school. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't necessarily think of it as a basketball hotbed. Their Absolutely basketball not. gym is not the greatest. Ohio is a fine state. No, no for they basketball. got a brand new gym. They got a brand new gym. It is eh, a phenomenal one. It's not so good. I've never seen it. Just go with the flow. Okay. Uh, but somehow, under Thad Mata, and again, Thad Mata is not John Calipari. He's not Mr. Charisma. He's not Mr. Uh, $5,000 suit guy. He's not somebody who's going to walk in and, and, and wow you know, mom and maybe even wow dad along with it. I can't figure out how he does it. But this guy consistently, consistently is getting all the top recruits. Yes. Guys yes. that you know, are one and doneers that go to the NBA this year again. They have, they're already calling him the preseason potential Big Ten Player of the Year. He hadn't even played a game yet. Freshman Jared Sullinger, six feet, yes. eight inches tall, and... Uh, 
He's a man child. Yeah, I, I don't know what he's doing right, but you know, the one thing is he's getting all these players, but he can also coach. Yes. Let's not, let's, the, you, the, let's not forget that. Yeah, it's nice to get up. all these players, but if you, you gotta coach him up also. And yep. uh, Ohio State has himself a gem. And, and like I was talking about how great all the Big Ten, uh, basketball is going to be this year. Look at the coaches. You, you talk about SEC football and Big Ten basketball. Mm-hmm. Like every single coach in the conference is elite. You know, you start talking to SEC football, Urban Meyer and Nick Saban. You, know, they, you just go down the line. All these great coaches. Look, look at the Big Ten. I mean, yeah, I mean Tom Izzo. You know, what I mean it, uh, uh, Tom Crean. There's a bunch of great, great coaches in the Big Ten. So. See Tom Izzo. You know, Michigan State for their what do they call it? Midnight Madness. He does something new every yeah. year. What does he? What do you do I, this I year? I think he came in on some kind of uh, Chilean minor rescue ship. Oh, he did. Yeah. If I'm going to be a Chilean miner, yeah. I definitely don't want to be miner number 32, the guy with 17. <laughs> he, he has a new girlfriend every month. This guy's a player. Seriously. How do you handle have, how do you handle being married and having a girlfriend? Uh, anybody who can do that, I, I don't understand how to do it. And, and, and please, uh, email us here and tell us how you do it. <laughs> and, but how do you have more than one girlfriend and be married? How, how can well, you pull that off? It helps if you're uh, buried underground for 69 days. It's a lot easier. Yeah, he gives you a convenient excuse to buy, honey. I'm off to the mine, and he goes to see the girlfriend. Mm -hmm. So I'll be underground for a couple. I'll be underground for a couple weeks. Yeah, but when he comes back (laughs) smelling like Estee Lauder instead of coal, doesn't she get a little suspicious? Uh, You just roll around in the gravel outside of the house, and that takes care of that. They actually. I wish you would have told me that four years ago. I think in Chile they make a fragrance for that available at the Chilean Walmart. It's called uh, Estee. Charcoal, I believe. Yeah, and no, uh, you can actually spray yourself with the stuff. In Chile, are are uh, are Walgreens on every single corner too, like here in the city no, of Chicago? No, but I think Targets are. It's good to know. Yeah, thank it's you good very much. much. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, Big Dog! Maybe two hours is too long for us, Big Dog. Hour and a half might have been enough. We may have overstayed our welcome, uh, Coach. Probably. We're not used to this kind of endurance. Eight 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 four six three six seven. The phone lines are open. Talking some college hoops. NBA hoops. Big game for the Chicago Bulls today. College basketball is off and running. It's a beautiful thing. The high school teams will be starting pretty soon, Big Dog. And uh, and don't forget the semifinals are this week for uh, IHSA football. Yes. Which is, which is big time. And the number two team in the country, and I, I've seen five of their football games this year, the Wheaton-Warrenville South. They are a machine, man, and uh, they are awesome. They're taking on uh, Glenbard West and my boy Rick Heckman's defense, yep. and, and I've, been, I've been giving them tidbits. And he's he's blowing them off just like I was Randy Moss talking to Brad Childress. He needs to listen to me, okay? They they they, all you got, they don't they don't ever run the ball. They don't even try to run the ball. You know they don't even do it as like hey we're going to warm us out. They don't even try to do it to even like like their runs are Matt just Rogers, my friend Matt Rogers. Well, but I mean like awfully good. They by the way I'm announcing that game. Oh heck yeah, yeah. heck yeah yeah. Uh, make sure to give a MyMVPs.com shout out, could you? To Rick. What's so Rick Heckman is the defensive Rick coordinator Heckman. at Glenbard West. He was a 130-pound nose tackle at, mm-hmm. at Downers Grove North, okay. and more than half of our games ended out in shutouts. So he had to be pretty decent as a defensive lineman. 130-pound nose tackle, mm-hmm. Coach. Tough uh, as nails. I've noticed in high school football now, you know what? i got to look at my notes, but I think it's that very same Glenbard West team. they got a guy named Sparty Chinnick. That sounds familiar, Coach. Five, six, 150 pounds, and he plays nose guard. A lot of high school. I know we're used to well, watching well, NFL well, well, with yeah. the big 300-pound guy. A lot of high school teams use that small, strong, wrestling type yes. nose guard. Yes, and, and that's what Rick Heckman was, Coach. You know, they, 
our whole entire defense that Dodgers doesn't want to go back to, you know, cliche stuff. But like, you know, we were totally small, totally fast. And, you know, and that's how we did it. So like when you're calling the game on, on, uh, Saturday and you talk about how good this, this Sparty guy is, you can say, well, he had his inspiration in his coach, Rick Heckman, yeah. who was a midget when he was playing defensive, uh, line at, at, at Downers Grove North on a great Downers North team, by the way. Let me repeat. I, the more I can bring up how great my high school football team okay. was, I'm going to do it every time I can. I may, maybe it'll be a blowout. I might need some filler materials. I may have to I, talk to you. Yeah, you know what? It, it's, but the number two ranked be. team in the country, Wheaton Warrenville South. Yes. Wow. And, and by the way, wow. I've been in their locker room for three different pregame speeches. Yeah. I got to tell you, after the first one, I almost knocked over one of the guys that I could tell wasn't going to play and stole his uniform. I wanted to play so freaking bad. I can't even explain it. It was funny because Mike Dicka gave him a pregame speech and I wanted to punch Mike Dicka. Mm-hmm. I was like, it was horrible. It was horrible. Basically, he was just being like, oh, you guys are playing high school football. You should, you should experience what it's like to play in the NFL. Not quite. It was not. It was not inspirational whatsoever. Not like what uh, Sean Payton did for the video. You've seen that, haven't you? No, I haven't. What you are you haven't talking about? Seen that? No, I haven't. Oh, big dog! You got to check that out. I'm going to forget the name. It was the hot like about two months ago. David Olson even giving me the quizzical look. It was a famous video, and I'm going to forget the name now. Any of our callers know what I'm talking so about? So you just got to go to YouTube and search Sean, Sean Payton. Sean Payton gives a speech, and they put it to music at halftime of a high school. No, no, pregame. Okay. Pre-game, it was, I think it was a, to an Illinois team last year. Was it Naperville North where he played yeah, high school football? Exactly. Okay. Because exactly. he, uh, he but, was but a Naperville became, North stud. The, the, the boys, boys of fall. fall. The boys of fall. Yeah. Okay. Check okay. that out. You would, oh, I can't believe oh, I'm you good. I'm, seen I'm, it. I'm, I legitimately, if it, it, if it inspires me to yeah. run into another human being yep. at full speed, yep. anything that has anything to do with football, because everybody knows I'm football, I'm football, and I'm more football. So, that, yes, I'm definitely going to check. You know what I do? Like, my guilty pleasure, Coach, is I go on YouTube, and instead of working and trying to make friends and, and get more people uh, to listen to TalkZone.com, Two Guys in a Mic, and, and watch ChitownMix.com, I end up just typing in great football hits, great football tackles. And I do it for hours. And I, I just watch people run into Actually, each other at full speed. That explains a lot. Yeah, I know. It does. It does. <laughs> All right. 888 And that in Asian figure skaters. <laughs> Back and forth? Yes. It's a yes. nice combo. 888 <laughs> Phone number, folks. We're going to take our uh, final break back for our final segment. It's a two-hour special. Two guys at a mic show. We talked about it a lot earlier, Big Dog. It's our salute to the Veterans Day. We do want to pass yes, on Yes, yes. I wouldn't mind like t- taking a yeah. – we're, we're definitely going to spend a minute or two talking about salute it. Salute to the Veterans. Okay. When we come back, uh, stick around. Final segment coming up. Two guys, one mic. TalkZone.com.
back to Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joel Radwanski, on TalkZone.com. Right back in a rare two-hour, two guys and a mic show. It's our salute to the veterans today. Mm -hmm. The big dog in studio today. Shocking. Disbelief. Shock and awe for some of our listeners who tune into the live webcast. Used to hearing the big dog's voice over the telecommunic phone lines. But today, and today only, he is in studio. There's a lot of people, big dog, that have listened to you for a long time. Yes. That are looking at your cranium right now, looking at that face for the very very first time, I can only imagine that it's disappointment. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and, and I got to talk about disappointment is yeah. you got to take that picture off of two guys in a mic of me with the goatee. Yeah. I was a very angry married individual at, yes. that, at that point. Yes. I'm a happy free man at yeah. this point. I've lost Actually, a lot of weight. I, I I don't have, I I look like I'm 50 in that yeah. picture, and in real life I, I look like I'm 28, even now, though I'm 38. You're glowing now. Yes, and, and I am. Glow I do have a not glow show about me. Yeah, you do. There's a certain I, I don't have to fend off, you know, a hundred pound midget beating on me constantly. You know that helps. <laughs> okay. Uh, David, while you're at it, you can take down my picture too. I, I need an updated picture. Got to find. Maybe I go back in my high school yearbook, but it's not the pictures that are up there. I think it's a, the original ones. right? Yes, yeah, the original ones. Yes, it's coach. not. It's not the best look. Yes, yes, it, it's. Uh, and admittedly, to get a good look for the two of us, it, it takes a heck of a picture. But there's got to be need, one We out need there. somebody without any photography skills because we actually, yeah. somebody who takes a quality fi- picture, Maybe. we can't take a good picture if somebody actually puts us in focus. Well, you mentioned the Rain oh, Man. Oh, bitch, bitch, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> you mentioned uh, Robert Grandpa McEwen, Simpson. the Rain Man, has some painting skills. Maybe he could, like, draw a caricature of the two of us. And yes. We could put... That's what I've been asking for. So, like, when I'm not in studio, when yeah. I'm in at the Palatial Estates out yes. in Aurora, yes. that, like, we can actually have... Uh, yeah. Oh, the character of me out there. <laughs> the palatial so. estate. Well, that's what you call it. Yes, thank you very much. All right, our salute to go, the, yeah, can we do the salute? Yes, our salute to the veterans, Big Dog. We talked a lot about it early, but uh, we certainly uh, want to dedicate today's show to it. And yes. I know it's near and dear to your heart, a man who uh, almost, almost served in the uh, Navy and the... Uh, Army and the Marines, and you were kicked out of the Air Force. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to get you no, know trivial. A, I don't, don't want to go trivial that's that a way. Tough story. But honestly, honestly, the, this is true service to America and for the rest of Americans when you do uh, do this particular service. When you do put your life on the line, it, 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 it's not high paying. You know, there are some benefits to it, but the benefits long road aren't aren't that great. Like. Mm-hmm. And if you think about, oh, like a politician, he works for America. No, he's, those people are working for themselves. They're normally corrupt. If you actually are part of the armed services, you are armed forces, you are actually serving America in a way that uh, uh, almost, almost as, uh, like firefighters do and non-corrupt cops actually do. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's greater than even that level. And uh, these guys put their life on the line. These women put their life on the line. And, and for very, very – I mean, it's – it's funny, is they really truly love that time of their life, you know, and like you know, like twenty, thirty years later, they talk about it. But you know, it's a tough job. It is a tough road to hoe. So those people are out there actually putting the ter- service time in. I really appreciate it and thank you. And some of the best people I know have had military service, coach, yep. no and, and, and and it's really been good for them. And, and uh, you know, so. and well put. 
Very well put. Any of our listeners out there, you want to join us and uh, salute to the veterans. Maybe you yourself a veteran. Maybe you know somebody. You want to pass on good wishes to somebody who is in the harm's way as we speak. Whatever it might be, our phone lines are open for you. 888-463-6748. Again, 888-463-6748. You can email us at mike2guysaol.com. That's M-I-C in the number two. Mike2guysaol.com. Big dog, well put. Very, very well put. And I always say... You know, I think especially with kids, but even with, 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 with adults, I think it's true too. We're so mediaized. We're so, you know, we watch movies and videos and TV. And I think, and I know it's true of myself and I think true of others too, that you forget sometimes that they're, it's, it's not a video. Yeah, that I agree. We're watching, yeah, yeah. That, that there are real, real people out there mm-hmm. with the military garb on and the guns and actually with their life in danger, they go to sleep. At night, their life is in danger. They wake up in the morning and they got to go to the battlefield. Not totally sure if they're going to, uh, if their jeep's going to hit a bomb or if they're going to make it through the day. I can't imagine what that feels like. But again, it, reality. It's not a movie. Mm-hmm. It's not a TV. Real, real people out there. And you said a lot of them love it. I, there are some that probably love it. There's probably a lot. Oh, not, the, not loving it. Oh no, the, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like 20, 30 years later, they look back and it, there was the camaraderie, the, the like doing stuff as okay. a team. That's what I was talking yeah. about. They but appreciate, I agree, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, they they appreciate. It. But yeah, it's a tough job. I'm saying that they're happy. Like, oh, I'm in the I'm in uh, Afghanistan right now, and I'm hiding behind a rock. You know, they might not yeah. be happy doing that, but yeah. you know, they'll look back on it later on in their life, and they mm-hmm. they realize that it, it, it was special that they were able to actually mm-hmm. fight for the country and and, and honor themselves and the people before them that have done that and hopefully we don't get to a point in this country where they have to do their number one oath as a as a u.s soldier which is defend the constitution of the united states of america don't get me started had to put that in mr conservative boy I'm not Conserv- hold on, hold on, hold on. i know you threw the bait out there i know you threw it out it's our salute to the veterans day i'm not going to get in it with you just what? just because i don't want the government to solve every one of our problems does not yes. make me conservative yeah i don't okay. need the military defending the constitution thank you very much keep us safe and help people in other countries uh, become as free and liberated as they possibly can. I don't need you standing well, why, on the why, why? Just because I'm not liberal like Shows you, why does that make 12. me conservative? I just want to know. Why do you always well, throw right, that out there? So why do I, I vote? I won't call you conservative. How do I vote? I, it was just that particular comment is one that is being used by the conservatives. Now. Oh, it'll it'll be used eventually by the liberals one day, too, when there's well, a conservative It's much better uh, when the liberals use it. Oh, yeah, because they're always right. <laughs> According to you, that is. If you can throw out the hook, I can throw out the hook, too. But uh, salute to the veterans. Again, you want to join us in that, feel free. We'd love to hear from you. 888-463-6748. Big Dog, you know one of the uh, very temporary releases, but I'm assuming it helps somewhat when you are overseas in the military. Sports, yes, yes. be it radio mm-hmm. or TV, can become a little bit of a positive release for those soldiers. Yeah, it's amazing how much sports that they watch and how like how much ESPN is like a part of all their lives because yep. uh, you know like ten years ago you know, they didn't have ESPN streaming live onto these warships and stuff or they actually watch real like back in the day like if if you got a chance to watch like a particular football game you were lucky you know you got to watch like a live game every once in a while but now it's like the military makes it a point to keep morale up to make sure they these these folks get live up to the minute sports updates. Sports, I mean, that's like key. Uh, that's like they make sure, like, if you're a Michigan State fan and Michigan State is at home and they're playing Michigan and they're having a good season, they make sure that all the Michigan State fans have those particular, like, that Saturday at that time off so they can watch it. They make it a point 
that so they they want to keep morale up. That might sound weird or like, oh, that's not right. But you know what? If you're fighting in the military, it doesn't take too hard. Hey, okay, we need if you if you're a big time Michigan fan, they're playing Michigan State this weekend. If you're a Michigan guy, you can you can watch these games. So, isn't that kind of cool that the the military has made it a point? to give people certain times off so they can watch their football teams or basketball teams mm-hmm. if they're in a, in, in a big game. It's a great concept. Yes. I, I just worry if they're rooting for a losing team where, you know, it might depress them a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, like no doubt. Like if like as a, if, if you were an Illinois football fan, 08, 09, you did, you, you, <laughs> you're on the front line every single moment of the I day. I don't need a day off. I'll yeah. go back to the battlefield. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I'll Send be more Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me go flush out everybody's firstborn son. You know, right. I mean, I'd rather do that than watch Illinois football. Bears are playing this Sunday? Eh. I'll go out on the battlefield. Let the Oakland Raider fans stay home and listen. Hey, you can you can watch a Cub playoff game. What, really? I have to sit through that? Get a knife through the heart? I wonder, do you think if we were in a major confrontational battle that would at not, a boiling yeah. point and the Cubs made the World Series, would, would Iraq, like I'm just using Iraq as an example, would the invaded country put the war on hold for like those seven days, considering the Cubs haven't been in in 101 years? Well, the Cubs haven't been in the World Series since 1945. Yeah, okay. They okay. haven't won the World Series. But i got to believe, and I know you know, war comes first, and it's much more serious. By the but way, I just, would think just if let the you Cubs know. got there, even a guy like Saddam Hussein, if he were alive, I think Saddam would have taken a break. Uh, Osama bin Laden's a White Sox fan. Let's get that straight. Okay. <sighs> yeah, but even, even Osama, somewhere, deep, deep in that ventricular. Or, and by the uh, way, he says we, they should re-sign Paul Konerko. Really? Yes. Osama? Yeah, he says so they he, need to re-sign him. And get rid time. of Persinski? He's not a big fan of AJ. All right. He, but he did say he's misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, you think, somehow, I don't know, Dave, if we can hook, hook this up, but maybe we could uh, play Beat the Schmoes and invite, like, a serviceman representing the military each and every week to come on and play Beat the Schmoes. I can get Amadita job. I don't care what you do after the show. I'm talking <laughs> Beat the Schmoes in the military. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go down Milwaukee Avenue later on. If you want me to drop you off, I can do that. that, that, that it's, it's, we get all different types of languages just walking down Milwaukee Avenue. It is the melting pot of the world. Seriously. It's like Hong Kong, uh, Milwaukee Avenue. It's, yeah. it's phenomenal. Where would you put if you, for football, if you had your foreign warlords, our most disliked military people on, on the football field? I mean, Bin Laden would probably be a def- wide receiver? Yeah, yeah. Cause, uh, well, the, the, Ahmadinejad would be one of those son of a gun nose tackles or uh, under he'd be an undersized nose guard, right? And, and he would definitely be one of those guys that complain about helmet to helmet hits and oh, fines. Yeah, yeah like no I, 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 I did not yeah. helmet to helmet. It's on videotape. Yeah, this did not happen. Yeah. Like we could bring Holocaust, a, uh, not happen. I don't know if he's still around or not. You could bring back an Idi Amin. He would be a heck of a uh, Idi Amin's a the wide receiver. Eater. No, no, he's the wide, wide receiver. Yes, yeah, because he's the flamboyant no, uh, no, no, uh, no, pound no, the no, chest. No, I'm Idi Amin no, guy. No, no, yeah, no, no. I'd have to know Idi Amin is the Amin, Terrell Owens. Idi, you put Idi Amin on the defensive line, he would take up two blockers of allow allow a guy like Ahmadinejad to dominate. No, no, the, Idi Amin was all of, he was egotistical and self promoter coach. He was a big dude. No, he wasn't. He was tiny, Idi Amin. Idi Amin. Idi Amin was five foot ten, one hundred and eighty no, pounds. No, he was no, a no, round no. mound of rebound. You, ha- you have never seen uh, Rumble in the Jungle, have you, Coach? Why was Idi Amin was in Rumble in the Jungle? What is that? That, that, that the footage with uh, uh, with um, uh, Muhammad Ali and uh, and George Foreman? It is phenomenal. It is the the real footage of. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name of it. There's actually a movie. You got to watch it, Coach. It's it's it's. It's one of the best sports documentaries in history. Idi Amin is in it. 
He is not a big man whatsoever. He's he's about the, he's maybe, a did a job size. Maybe I'm thinking of a different Idi Amin. There's plenty of African dictators when that we were, were kings. When we were kings, that is exactly what it is. And if you are a sports fan and you haven't seen it, you're missing out. And if you don't care at all about sports, but you want to see like just a story of two men going to Africa and the difference the differences of how they how Muhammad Ali was beloved and how George Foreman was not phenomenal. It is, without a doubt, the best sports documentary I've ever seen, period. And when people will talk about, oh, did you see Ali with Will Smith? It was stupid. I've seen it when we were kings. It was the same movie, except one was fake and the other one was real. And no offense to Will Smith, who I love. You're not as good of a Muhammad Ali as Muhammad Ali. It's, that's, it's, it's as simple as that. I have not seen that. You, it is a must-watch. A must-watch. Let watch. me ask you, how would you must-watch it right now? I'm sure you can. It's it's the digital age, coach. You, without a called? doubt, you'd be all able, the kings, man. When we were kings, ah. it is great, great. <laughs> and and by the way, Muhammad Ali does this thing about telling kids to brush their teeth and about how tooth decay is bad. Yep. I, I legit. I like. I I just. He just. You got to brush your teeth. Don't let Mister Tooth Decay come and get you. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's 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 funny, coach. You know, because George Foreman, who was uh, I know, got to go back to David Olson. What country colonized? Um, that was was that Zaire Rumble in the Jungle was that Zaire that Idi Amin was that's, that's where the Rumble in the Jungle was okay well was it the Dutch that that had colonized but whatever it was they used like German Shepherd dogs to control the masses and George Foreman shows up with a German Shepherd dog so he was hated by every Ali Bumbaye he was supposed to be beating I, up the, the did Foreman do it on purpose no he didn't know oh, he, he did. was like why do these people wow. hate me and it took him like a week they're like get rid of the dog wow and but it was too late by then and uh, Ali had won everybody over you know and he would just, he would work out and just walk the streets of Africa and George Foreman stayed in his room and didn't talk to anybody they've done movies on Muhammad Ali has anybody ever done a documentary and or a movie on George Foreman because it's one of the Greatest transformations of a person, a famous person. Yes, yes. Legitimate transformation. He was the angry black man, and now he's selling millions and millions of George Foreman grills, and everybody loves him. Yeah, he's the happy-go-lucky guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really. That's exactly the the George Foreman did the whole full circle. You know, he went from, like, I I guess misunderstood and angry Mm -hmm. to the the jolly fat dude that everybody loves. He's got seven kids all named George. Or Georgia. Right? Yes. Yeah. The, the girls are Georgia. Yeah. The boys are George. Hey, George, come on down for dinner. And they all come down. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Problem is when you get a call from the school principal or the school dean and they say George was in trouble, now you got issues because you don't know which one it is. They, well. See? So it has advantages and disadvantages. All right. Speaking of advantages and disadvantages, Big Dog, one of the disadvantages is they limit us to only two hours on Thursday. And sadly, my friend, time flies when you're having an average time. Sadly, the two hours has come to an end. John Cone, boom John Cone, boom It's fun to say, isn't it? <laughs> you okay? I'm all right. It's not as fun to say as yeah. Emeka Okafor. A lot of times I'll sit home on a, on a quiet weekend and just repeat Emeka Okafor's now, back and forth. You've never had a bad dream and woke up and had your wife looking like a, a Mecca Okafor, have you? Uh, not recently. Not have recently. you ever had a, one of these nightmares and woke up and your and your wife looked like a an attractive, I mean, she is an attractive woman, but yes. normally right. they're, they're like grotesque yes. Eastern European basketball players yep. or like a center from uh, someplace in Africa very, very or, rough dreams. or a goalie from Mongolia. I mean, it's, it's been a tough 15 years. Have you ever like woke up and she was, you know, a, a Christy Yamaguchi or, or maybe a, 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 a Stacy Keebler? Yes. But Stacy who? You don't know who Stacy no. Keebler is, coach? The answer is yes, but it's been a while. Fine. Who's Stacy Keebler? Go, go get yourself connected is all I got to say to you, coach. 
spectacular. Okay. That, that's that's the only what, word I have for Stacy Keebler. What is she an actress? Sports? She's she's she, a dancer. She yeah she was a former wrestling valet, and then she was like, uh, did she win Dancing with the Stars? I don't know. I, I that, she was uh, like she was like the first. First or second person to become a celebrity okay. because of their appearance on Dancing mm-hmm. with the Stars. Basically. Would you agree with the spectacular comment, oh, yeah, David? Yeah, yeah. Very attractive woman. Uh, yes, very good. Stacey. And there's something good about her. She seems like a like a good yeah. girl. You know what I mean? Seems like a girl that would come in, sit down at TalkZone.com, and not miss a beat and actually get our humor, which makes you a good person, I think. <laughs> Makes you a pretty unique person. Yeah, it as well. does. It does. Big dog, great to have you in studio. We want to thank our guy here, the Rain Man, Robert McEwen, for filming today's show. Rain Man. Tell the folks again if they want to see a rebroadcast live and in color word and a lot of other great information. Uh, Where uh, do they go? Uh, ChitownMix.com or as Coach says, ChitownMix.com. Chitown. I, I do appreciate it, Coach. It's good to see you. Seriously, I miss you, buddy. I really do. Even though I was about to choke you over that whole football <laughs> stuff. Uh, David Olson, our producer, great job as always. We thank everybody out there for listening. And again, our salute to the veterans out there. Thank you very, very much. Anybody connected in our fine military. And Big Dog is at attention right now. Yes. He's also saluting. TalkZone.com, two guys and a mic. We're back at you. Football Friday tomorrow. Woohoo!